Greetings, troubled listeners, and welcome to the Troubled Men Podcast. I am Renee Coleman, sitting in the ring room with my co-host, the original troubled man for troubled times, and future mayor of New Orleans, Mr. Manny Chevrolet. Welcome, Manny. Thank you once again, Renee. It's always kind to hear your words once a week here at the fabulous ring room, where we do this fucking show <laughs> called uh, yes. the Troubled Men Show. Troubled Men Podcast. Yeah, podcast. Yeah. Okay. Let's, let's keep the brand straight. What, like Rick Slave last week said, where are the cameras? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, I'm doing guess. good. I'm Great doing okay. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I, I've had like a crazy uh, work week because I had to work on a Sunday. Oh, why is that? Because they have to do this inventory once a year. And it's, it's the stupidest thing. I'm there for about four or five hours just watching people count things. Uh-huh. And they say, you know, it's a, they hire this company, the corporation. So you don't have to do any counting. No. You just have to watch them count. I have to watch them count, basically. <laughs> okay. I don't know why. I, I, just, they, I get paid to do it. It's yeah, like yeah. They, that's, what the cor- that's what the bosses want. They right. want someone there watching these people who are right. paid to count. And these okay. people are fabulous. I mean, they're, keep they're, them honest. Yeah, to keep them honest, basically. Yeah. And basically, what no happens? No one better to do that than yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, they, they say 48. I go, yeah, sure. <laughs> 48, yeah, that sounds right to me. It looks about 48. Sure. There, you know, whatever. But, I mean, we're talking about millions of dollars worth of merchandise. Oh, yeah. Millions of dollars oh, worth yeah. of mess. So, that, you know, I guess they have to pay someone to watch them count. But it takes up my Sunday morning. Okay. And usually on my Sunday morning, I, uh, I get up and I, I watch uh, uh, Meet the Press. Yes, I like that, too. Yeah, and I just like to curse at the people. You know, I, I don't know what they're talking what about. What about Reliable Sources? Do you ever watch that show? No, it's a CNN show where it's, they talk about the coverage of the news. They talk about the media. It's what time is that show. on? It comes on at 10 a.m. Central Time. Oh, on well, CNN. check it out. Excellent show. Is yeah, it really? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, I like it. Yeah. The way things are going lately in this world, it, it's all these talking heads, I don't know who the fuck to believe anymore, except for Alex Trebek and Pat Sajak. Those are the only guys I can really believe. Right. But they're not news reporters. Right. You but know. you feel like they're telling you the truth, though. I hope they're telling me the truth. Yeah. I mean, that was the answer. Right. <laughs> In the form of questions. In the form of questions, yeah. But uh, I had a weird thing. So what happened was Sunday, I had to work. Uh-huh. And then, so I had yesterday off. We're here in the ring room, the famous ring room on a Tuesday, which is getting to be our night now, our Tuesday. Uh, it, it, it's, it depends. Yeah, yeah, it yeah, all yeah, depends yeah. on your career well, and how it's going and where you're such playing. Such as it is. You know, yeah. I think Thursday you're playing with yourself, right? Is that um, what you're doing? Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, that, something that, like that. That's on, that's on the menu. Also, John Groh being uh, in Austin, Texas, playing the world-famous Antones. Okay, I don't know what that means. Okay. Anyway, um, <laughs> so yesterday I had the day off, so I got to sleep late. You know, the wife goes to work, the kid goes to school. And I, I slept late. I got up around 10 in the morning or whatever, and I looked outside my front door and opened my shutters. You know, I cracked the shutters right. open. You know? <laughs> and there's this wh- big, huge, white, like, O.J. Bronco, O.J. Simpson-type Bronco uh-huh. parked in front of my house, but it's parked, like, not parallel to the houses. It's parked perpendicular. It's parked, you know, going crazy. Across it, like, b- blocking the street? Kind of, yeah. The, the, the rear of, the, of this Bronco is blocking the street, and the front of this truck is towards my house, and the, fuck, the engine is running, and there's this huge, like, fat guy in the passenger seat, just, like, like, looking at his phone. I'm going, what the fuck is this? 
Huh. You know, am I still dreaming? Am I still asleep? Oh, oh, I bet I know it. Go on, go on. Well, no, I, what happened was, is like I said, wait a minute. So I walked, you know, I live in a shotgun. Mm-hmm. So I walked all the way back to the rear of the house, which is my bedroom. It's a long walk. It is. It's a very long walk. Yeah, For people especially. out there who don't live in New Orleans, don't live in a shotgun, don't, these shotguns, if you're not from here, it, it's very hard to get they're used like to. Like 110 feet long. Yeah, you know? 110 feet long. And <laughs> I just did an addition, so yeah, it's yeah. even longer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, 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 it's a hike. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's a trek. Yeah, yeah. Let's just say it's a trek. Yeah, yeah. So I go back and lie down again, thinking to myself, what, what the fuck's going on? So I get up a few minutes later because this is bugging me. Uh-huh. So I walk all the way back, or trek all the way back to the front of the house. Okay. It's still there. And it, this guy looks like, you know, uh, a guy straight out of the Sopranos or something. Hmm. One of these goombas that right. Tony used to have. Okay. Who didn't have any lines in the show, but right. was always there. Yes. And I'm going, this is weird. And I'm thinking to myself, should I open the shutters and say... What's up? What's up? Yeah, exactly. You know, and then I didn't. So I closed the shutters again. Fortunately, you know, I, I had to... I had to pee. So I had to track all... Yeah. Fascinating recounting of Yeah, I had to pee. Good morning. Well, I'm an old man. Yeah, no, no, I get it. I get it. It's it's healthy to pee. I'm with you so far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I went and peed. Okay. And I walked back. It's gone. Well, I wonder if there was a correlation there. Probably not. I think it's coincidental. I don't know, but... purely coincidental. This is the things that trouble me. In my life, things, little things like that that cannot be explained. Yeah, it troubles me. Well, I, I was going to ask you if you have one of those new five G um, uh, meters, energy meters, on your on your electricity meter, because that's what they're going to, and we're all going to be forcibly converted to this. And I know someone who complained about it because they said, "I, you know, this is not healthy for me. I have a, a health condition that this." degree of, of RF I don't think is, is good. So, so this is about my P? <laughs> this is about the, the energy meter. meter. So but I, he, was in a, he was just in a truck, a white oh, okay. Bronco it truck. It didn't say energy on the no, side? No, there was Because I saw one of these energy trucks today. Okay. And it has like a antenna on the top. Okay. And uh, yeah, I think that's what they are. This is purely conspiratorial. Uh, this is totally... This guy, um, this guy was waiting on something. Okay. But he was waiting on the driver. Because he was in the passenger but parked, seat. parked perpendicular yes. to the, the road. Right. It's very strange. Of, it's very strange. Very strange. I don't so, know. Uh, i got to get our guest in on this. <laughs> <laughs> I can see she's really, she's, uh, she's raring to go. Um, so th- this is a, a girl that, that I've known. She's one of my oldest friends. We've known each other since we're 15 years old. Um, you know, ratting around in high school together, out in the streets, Audubon Park, you know, carrying on. Uh, she grew up, thankfully, and uh, she's she's she been, 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 been all around <laughs> been all around the world, and uh, is a nurse, and she's back in New Orleans, actually in Opelousas, living, but uh, but but back in the 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 swamp. Uh, swamp, yeah, area. So she's here tonight with us. Without further ado, Miss Nicole Pavi, welcome, Nicole. Welcome, Thank you, Renee. Thank you for inviting me to have a chat with you. Absolutely, and it's always a guest. I don't, I don't know what to say about the. Bronco, you know yeah. this is this is why it's called the Troubled Men Podcast. But you should have got like your this. phone. That's what everybody does. Got your phone and taking pictures. 
Have you seen me work technology? No, no, I haven't. I, you don't know me. I, I, I don't haven't. know technology. I, I just give my phone to my daughter. But nowadays they'll ask you right yeah. away. Did you did, did you get did you get it on your phone right, or whatever? Right. Manny, let me ask you. Do, have you ever taken a photograph with your phone? Yes, I've. Yes, I have. Oh, okay. All I right. have. Well, that's good. By, on my old phone, but my on, new on the phone. One you have on the new phone now. I, I think I've tried taking a couple of pictures. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How were you successful? Well, that one of my neck, the x-ray of my neck, <laughs> okay. was taken with the new phone. The one I sent you? Okay, right, Remember right, that one right. when yes, I was yeah, having yeah. all the neck problems? Right. How we'll, is that? We'll talk about how that. How is that? <laughs> Manny's, yeah. Manny was suffering from... We have a lot of, that's going to tie in here. Yeah. Um, how is the neck, since we're brought it's, that up? It's, it, I don't think it'll ever be 100%. Right, but, but it's, it's, it's a lot it's, better than oh, it was. It's, it's, oh, yeah, the pain. The pain. Yes. The sharp pain is gone well that's good but and and the numbness is pretty much 90 percent gone oh good um but you know when i have to use the technology that's when the numbness comes oh yeah when i having to do this right right make a small like every time you text me saying post this manny do this manny Manny, wake up, Manny. You, you that kind of stuff. <laughs> you know, every time I have to respond to your messages. Well, you could use two hands, you know. That would, uh, that would, that would so be... So that means I have to be ambidextrous? Is that it? Well, you know, you use one f- to so hold you, the so phone. So you have a neck two. injury related to over Yeah, Tim, right there. Over- You're looking at him. No. Right there. <laughs> I'm the pain in Manny's neck. No, yeah. no. You know, no. About 14 months ago, he approached me with this. But, right. uh, go, I'm sorry, yeah, Nicole. Yeah. Uh, no, okay. yeah, no, no, no. So, I'm so curious. Man, Manny works at a computer all day long. Okay, so yeah. He, and he, and yeah. the station for the past, you know, they put, the station is not, it's not a good way to work on anything, you know. Right. It's, it's, it's not it's, ergonomically sound. Yeah, yeah. Right. And I'm an old man, you know, I'm an old man. Yeah, it's, you can't blame it on that. You're just, you're, you're, yeah, you're well, falling apart. Do you have Manny. a union? Is there a union? No, there's no, no union. No union. No. <laughs> but he does have medical I, I, I have insurance, yeah, yeah. you know, which right. is good. But let me yeah, ask you something. Right up there. Uh, Nicole. <laughs> <laughs> I I didn't get much. I mean, I, so, I, I yeah, Renee, tell us, tell Renee us about and I spent Nicole. our formative right, years formative. together. But you're an artist and you're a no, dancer too. No, Are no. you dabble? No, you dabble I'm, in this no, stuff? No, none of those no, things. No, Nicole and I ran around at I'm punk a, rock shows. Yeah. And so the the New Orleans punk rock scene, you know, Nicole was there from a very early age. And uh, tell us about that. And you lived real close to the the, the like right in the middle of the uptown scene and it was easy for you to get to all those I shows. I try to forget. Like I, I'm always surprised when people want to reminisce. Oh really? Yeah, those weren't I good have. years for you? No they were. What I can remember of them right. I enjoyed. Right. I liked uh, the normals of course. Yes fantastic. we love the normals. Yeah. Our favorite. Band. And uh, I have lots of uh, I have lots of memories of Renee. I can fill in some uh, you know oh, we don't have to flesh tell. out. We don't have to go into all out. that. No that didn't bring you on here for that. <laughs> Um, <laughs> well, yeah, maybe we did. I but, don't know. But that's what I thought I was here no, for. No, 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 oh, okay, no, no, no. Okay, no, no. No, okay. Yeah. I know that you. You know, I was like, wh- I was thinking, what am I going to say it's, when I'm on a troubled man? I mean, I'm not a troubled man. No, no. This, but you I don't can have talk to about troubling men. Well, can, well, no. It's that's that's just the name of the show. So okay. you know, we, then we have. But y'all people are troubled. On, y'all are troubled. Well, well yes. I'm very yeah, troubled. Yeah, no, we're troubled. It's troubled times. And they are troubled times. But then we have other people on. We try to keep it light. You know, we try to. You know, yeah. soldier on in spite of these troubling times, and and yeah. you know you're someone who is you gotta, fantastic you gotta live, at that. Live, you know, so, so, uh, visually. Well, <laughs> so you know, you know, then then uh, 
you you wound up becoming a nurse, which I was very mm-hmm. surprised by because I didn't see you for a whole bunch of years. And everybody you came was, and especially like, my teachers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, well. But you know, you're you're one of the the few people that I, I've known who has like. Yeah, I know. It was really normal and more other, sane as they've gotten know, older. No, Renee told me the other night. He said, "He said this is the one va- little snippet I remember from the our uh, night of debauchery fairly recently." Okay. And he said, "You're the only person I know that's gone totally insane but seems normal now." <laughs> well, no, I said you've got you, like, you've gotten like, way wait, less crazy. For, first I think. of all, <laughs> I don't believe that. I know a lot of, we have a lot of mutual friends that have, you know, lost their minds and, you know, seem to have regained them. Okay. And then also, I'm not, I'm not, can you really lose your mind completely and then ever go back? That, that, yeah, I don't know. I don't know that you can. I don't know if I was ever, well, no, you no, know, no, totally sure. sane. Like, I don't even know what that is. Never really. totally sane, you're saying? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> and you're a practicing nurse? Oh yeah, <laughs> she's very competent. Yeah, so, yeah I, I'm I, compartmentalized. I, I have in my life is okay. very compartmentalized. Answer this. Maybe I have the wrong Nicole here, but yeah. I, I, yeah, I, I didn't have much background, so I just googled your name, Uh-oh. and something came up. Some international website where you a dancer? No, <laughs> where it was a profile of you, and you were working in New Zealand or Australia or in something Australia. like that. Australia, yeah, that's me. And it was me. a profile on you, and it said that you dabbled in dance art. Dancing I had a, and uh, child minding. Oh no! Somebody might have uh, stolen my identity. Oh really? Because <laughs> I was like, just another. Was there a photograph? Because yeah, I, it was a photograph. And I, someone I, I, I some try not to Google my own name because one time I did, and this horrible, horrible photograph came up, and it was just. Terrible. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you don't see that. <laughs> All right, so you're not an artist. You've never dabbled in art or uh, yes, dancing. Yes, yes, yes. I have danced. Okay, well, I have, I think I have this shaken. was you. No, it can't be. Well, I, it can't is, be. Nicole. But you know, we get. But it said you know. you've also worked in Africa, right? Yes. Okay. This also this profile said this Australia. This is scaring well, me. Tell this us is about, scaring me, man. Let's leave the dance part <laughs> yeah. out of this. We're, let's, <laughs> no, I'm concerned. I just want to know about the child minding. What is child minding? Do you it's, know what that is? Yeah, it's babysitting. Okay, so have you into that? I I procreated. I spawned two children. Does that count? I don't. I don't know. I minded them. I what I want to know is, <laughs> I had a legal responsibility to them for oh. eighteen years, All and right, I fulfilled so, it. I maybe Outstanding. I maybe I spelled the last name wrong. No, it know. sounds like me. Yeah. So, I think so, that was part of my diagnosis. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. <laughs> but but you have done all these these wild yes, like traveling Yes, I have done a lot jobs. of things. I have done quite a few um, daring things, and people always, and oddly enough, the going to Opelousas has been more shocking than when I told people I was going to Australia. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah, you know, I could, I could understand that easily. Uh, yeah, yeah, but I like Opelousas. It's uh, it's a great, great place. Now tell the people at home where Opelousas is. Opelousas is about twenty five minutes outside of Lafayette. It's the birthplace of Zydeco. Oh, okay. Spice capital of the world. 
Oh, okay. One of the lowest standard of living in Louisiana, but otherwise it's really nice. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, Australia, the way I got to Australia, because people always ask me, how did you get to Australia? And I, I, I blocked this out. So it's You went to Hawaii and turned left. No, no, it's totally possible that I did at some point put something online, lied about my credentials, said I was childminding, said I was a dancer. Like, it is possible. You're going to have to send me... also said you were a man. You'll you'll have to send me the link. You'll have to send me the link. I don't know how to do that. I I will try. The the way that I got to Australia was... You know, and I realized that that I did mind my children, but I I put a bunch of places in a hat, and I let my kids pick. Oh, that's sweet. And my son picked... Australia, and he said, "Don't you remember that? Don't you remember that?" I was like, "Did I really do that?" But I did. Yeah. Apparently, I did. Because <laughs> you threw away that hat, probably, right? And then, and then yeah. I just, you know, but it came from when I was little. I used to tell people, "I'm going to Australia," you know, like whenever anybody would hurt my feelings, I say, "You'll be sorry. I'm gonna go. Uh, you'll, I'll be far, far so away." So where in Australia? I initially went to the capital. Which is Canberra, and okay. most people don't realize that. That they all think you know, it's Sydney or Perth. Yeah, or yeah, it's it's midway between Mel- Melbourne between. Where, uh, well, the- Peter Weir made that last wave movie. I digress. Anyway, um, so you're in Australia. Yeah, and it's good times there, right? Yeah, it was good. It was good. And I, when I, was this? This is the nineties. I went in, no, no, I went in two thousand five. I got okay. there. I actually had a premonition. And about Katrina? I did. I did. Really? And I was working at Charity Hospital, and oh, I, I, I felt it coming on. I felt it in my waters. I was like, it is, it's coming. And it got to, it actually manifested itself so clearly that I knew it was a hurricane. I started telling people, you know, and of course, everybody was like, you know, have you, you know, need to talk to somebody. Everybody was getting ready to have a parade and a no, festival. No, no, they all thought I needed to get some, you know, fi- oh, tuned help. up. Want, yeah, yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah. So, and and um, but I'm glad that I told people because because you can say I told you so. Yeah, and now everybody knows that I'm, yeah. you know. That you're you clairvoyant. Yeah. That I, yeah, that I'm absolutely, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Like, uh, well, I did, and I did. I got a topographical map. I put all my stuff. I was like, I don't want to be on the rooftop because the roof will come off and rain will come on my stuff. I don't want to be on the first floor because I don't want my stuff to get wet. And I put my stuff in storage, and I put all these bags of coal to dry up the mold, and off I went. And then Katrina hit. So there I was in Australia, and I just, just stayed. Your ass off, right? Oh no, no, no! <laughs> I wasn't laughing my ass off at all. I felt terrible, you know. I, and I felt like, you know, uh, I think there were different waves of surviving Katrina. You know, there were people. Lots of my friends said, "You weren't here. You don't know what it was like." There were people that were actually in the hospitals, in the right, trenches. Yeah. There were other people that had just left. You know, but that was a long time ago. But it was really just paying attention. And you had it, kids then. Yeah, I, I, I did yeah. have. Oh. I do have kids. You raised both of your children for the most part in, in Australia, or for a great part. They, I mean, they were in New Orleans in school. We used to see each other at the park when they were. I you know. know they were. They, were, I, they yeah. consider that. I mean, we have dual citizenship now, so they, you know, and they consider themselves. They know they're not Australian fully, but they also recognize that they're not totally American, you know? And they say, uh, nice place to visit, don't want to live there. Uh, about both places? No, about the U.S. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well. You know, Smart kids. I mean, 
My son said, oi, mate, and I, that's when I had to do the citizenship paperwork. Uh. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, a, you know, the universal health care, very little crime, high standard of living, Yeah. And some good rock and roll, huh? Yeah, the music is good there. Yeah. Yeah, and New Orleans was, it, it, New Orleans is a great invitation because there's always people that are interested and want to hear about the city and want to, you know, know. And I had a lot of people say, you know, after Katrina, there was a radio station that I discovered them right when I hit Australian soil. And I, I'm driving along, I hear the Neville Brothers. I was like, whoa, somebody's playing right. some unusual, you know, this is odd. So I start listening to this radio station. And then after the Katrina hit, they, um, they're they on the radio and they're saying, the city is dead. And they played Terrence Simeon and they kept saying Terrence Seaman. And what, what an unfortunate name. What an unfortunate name. <laughs> yeah. And so, so I, I had to call the station. I said, y'all are killing me. You're killing me here. I, was like, I said, you need to be, you know, praising us and saying, you know, the, we're going to rise up and the city will be fine. You know, don't right. talk about the city's dead. And I said, and it's, it's, it's Simeon, for God's sake. <laughs> so they said, come on in. They wanted to talk to me. They kept asking, are you a real New Orleanian? I was like, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and uh, sure. yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I can show you. The people always ask that. Like, when I pull out a card that says... You're a New Orleanian. Yeah. yeah. But it, it is some sort of a... Uh, it's funny how New Orleanians are always... You know, are you really a New Orleans? Oh, really? Yeah. Right. Well, well, you know, of course, the thing is that if someone tells me they're from from New Orleans, uh, uh, the first thing we all yeah. we go, well, "Where'd you go to high school?" I know, <laughs> I know, then, so, I know. Then we're, then we're definitely going to separate the men from the boys, and a lot of people will demure at that point. They go, "Well, actually, I grew up in Slidell." I was like, "No, that's cool. No, I, I get it, but you know, for sure, don't tell me you're from New Orleans." Because, and I don't do that to catch people. I do that to. To fuck to, with them. To, no, to be able to place them in the whole to social... To lower than you. To place them lower than you. To understand them. To un, no, because to, if they tell me it's Jesuit, then that has a whole a whole thing that goes with it, you know? Well, I had a, a surprise in Opelousas because uh -huh. there was a name that I looked at, one of the doctors, and I remembered the name, and I thought... I wonder if this is the same guy. And so I asked one of the nurses, I said, where, you know, what does he look like? And they're like, you know, short little black guy that looks like a frog. And I was like, oh, yes, that's him. <laughs> you know? oh, like, somebody you knew like from New Orleans? 40 years ago, he went to Franklin. Who? Well, you don't, okay, don't say I his can't name. Say yeah, his please name. don't say his I name. Thank you. You're, 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 you're more <laughs> like discreet perfect. than I am. Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, thank you. But you know, it's such a small world. It is. It is for sure. Well, it's well, a you know, small city. This is too small. I grew up in Los Angeles. You know. Yeah. You know where we can hide and you know <laughs> and and not deal with anything. But it's small. It's a big world, but small circles. Are you sure yes. you can hide? Oh no, we oh, we yeah. know so many people in common. That's that's yeah. the thing. You know, he moved yeah. here. Well, because of social media and all. Well, no, no, no. That's not how we know each other from. Social well, media, I met you. Know. Yeah, I met you. Uh, when did I meet you? How did I meet you? Uh, we met in uh, Walgreens about 19. No, no, no. I met I you mean, through uh, Carlo Nuccio. No, no, no. Carlo no. Nuccio? No, you met me through your wife. My wife. It turns out we know Carlo in common. Oh, okay. Yes, yes. All right. I don't okay. know. It's, yeah. anyway, it's too small you, a town. That's why I can never cheat on my wife in this town, because it's too small. Yeah, yeah, no, don't, yeah. I know. Don't try it. But no, Nicole, so I, you were talking about going into this radio station post-Katrina. Oh, yeah. So they wanted Australia. me to come right. and, uh, you know, have a chat with them online. 
and you know on a radio station mm-hmm. and so I did and um and then I ended up with a radio show and I ended up doing uh, movie reviews. Oh, cool. Yeah, and that was great. It was really good because it's very expensive. That's one thing about Australia. It's very expensive. So I got free passes to see movies. To see movies. And I would just go, sometimes I'd sit and watch four movies, and it became a chore. Like, I had to see a certain amount of movies oh, okay. a week. And then my, my uh, cook... While you were nursing, you had to do all this? Yes. Well, and I didn't have to. I was like, thank God. I have yeah. some, oh, okay. some <laughs> yeah, yeah. respite from, <laughs> from death and dying. Yeah. And, you know, and minding like, the children. Yeah, minding, yeah. minding. Well, the kids were, you know, they, they were... It was mostly it was, it was, it was, it was It was a... My kids, like, I, I think sometimes, I was thinking about that when I was on my way here. I thought, I was very lucky I had such nice kids because they were, they were game. Like, when I told them we're going to Australia and they picked out of the hat, they both said, cool, you know? And how old were they then? My daughter was seven and my son was 11. Okay. So they were, they, you know, I was lucky that um, we were a good fit. You know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have been, it would have been unfortunate if I had had a kid that, didn't roll with the well, uh, here, plan. Well, you know, Nicole, here's the thing. You treated your children with respect and dignity. And yeah, they're not here, Renee. And you expected... Yeah. You expected <laughs> always a bad move. They might, they might disagree. You expected to be yeah. treated that When I way. made them kneel on rice. <laughs> yeah, I don't... I don't, I don't know. If, I don't know. They might, they might argue. Kneel on rice. Going really they wouldn't listen. <laughs> they wouldn't listen. Sometimes you got to get their attention. <laughs> you didn't do that. No, anyway. I didn't. No, of course not. No, so, so that's <laughs> your children, you know. I know. We're, I, I, we're, we're ready to, to Yeah, and, and they're like, you know. You. I, like, yeah. well, as long as we're there with mom. Well, where else were they going to go? Yeah, well, that's exactly. true. Exactly. <laughs> you know, where else are they going to go? That's the unfortunate thing. Just leave them in the house and say, hey, Katrina's coming, see ya. Is that what you're going to know? You're going to take them with you. You could have said Alaska. No, but they were happy to go. No, yeah. you know what they, but you know what happened? Once because you we, gave, once them, we you got gave there, them a choice to pull we, a piece of I paper took, out of a hat. I, but uh, we walked around a the A rabbit could have came out of that hat and they would have said, they, let's they go had live a with a few the choices. There was a few choices. <laughs> no, they were all realistic. And I, I did say California, by the way. Uh-huh. And my mother said, don't go west because that's when it's really over, which I never could. I, mean, I, I don't, don't know. know what that she, means. I don't know, yeah. but she would that never, means, never does tell it mean me. Go to the West Bank? No, yeah. she was just like, that's the end. Or Baton when people Rouge? go west, they, it's, you know, that's the end. So, but I did have California in there. Well, Arizona, going to Arizona <laughs> West is yeah, the, yeah, end. the yeah. end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the thing is, we, when we were leaving, I took them through the French Quarter and we ate our way out of the city because it was during Mardi nice. Gras. And I was like, we're going to have beignets. We're going to go do this. And, and I told them, I said, look around because nothing's going to be the same because a bad hurricane's coming. So look around. So oh, then yes. my son... Later on, he told me, he said, you didn't send that hurricane, did you, mommy? Oh, <laughs> And my I told him, God. yeah, you don't know that, so just go clean your room. Kneel on that rice. Yeah. <laughs> That's, uh... Uh, those, you and where are your kids today? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, my son is part. in the penitentiary. No, I'm just kidding. He's <laughs> yeah. not. He's not. They're still in Australia. Oh, okay. Yeah, and they're happy and well-adjusted, and, you know, they, they're Aussies. And they, oh, okay. they lo- they're loving life. They're doing their own thing. I had one and friend from uh, junior high that moved to Australia, and he's a fireman there. 
You know, he's a, a lot fire of fires. Yeah. A lot of fires in Australia. Yeah, really. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So dry. Because it's so dry, and um, people don't know how to handle matches. Mm-mm. Oh, okay. It's just—it's like bushfires. Oh, okay. And the Aboriginal people, like when I talked to them about Katrina, once again, we all agreed that it's just paying attention. It's not really any special gift. It's that you're paying attention. Oh, but the your, animals your give site, you. you did the animals give you a warning? Because I always think the animals know when. Because so, I grew up in L.A. where earthquakes. Right. You know, grew, and if you, if your dog, you know, uh, I, as a kid, I did have a dog. I, I would never own a dog today, but uh, mm. the dog would run under the bed and stay there for like days. Now, see, earthquakes really scare me. I would oh, take yeah. a hurricane. I would because take you can't anything predict. over a bushfire too, because a fire. There's nothing you can do about it. See, a hurricane, they can tell you, get out. Right. It's coming. And I can swim. They can't tell you that. Right. And I can swim. They can't tell you. And you can't swim? No, I can swim. Oh, you can swim. Like if there's a hurricane, like flooding doesn't scare me as much as fire. It's not so much the swimming as all all the rest of it. It's the floating, really. (laughs) It's basically the floating. But you have some warning. Yes, yes. You have some warning to get some lessons. Swimming <laughs> lessons. But, yes, floating lessons, swimming, or just get okay. a life jacket. But so, have you been in an earthquake? Oh, I've lived through. God. Did you use it to like mix your cocktail? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've heard that. Well, my possible. first earthquake was. <laughs> no, I have. My first earthquake was February 9th, nineteen seventy-one. I was about seven years old, and I was me and my brother had bunk beds, and I was on the top of the bunk bed, and it was a seven point two, and I went from like uh, sleeping to just being bounced off my bed, oh, fuck. hitting the ceiling, and then going to the floor, and then oh. the bunk bed's tipping oh, over and wow. almost hitting me. Oh, fuck. That explains Good a times. lot. No. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I just met you, man. Yeah. yeah. No, I've, 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 I've lived through many earthquakes. Holy wow. Cow. Many That's terrifying. Of them. I've never I... felt one ever. Oh, you... Uh, hurricane, yeah, hurricane. You looked at me like so, yeah. so dismissively yeah. just now. You like, don't know what fear is. <laughs> Yeah. Because you don't know when, because I've been in a car during an earthquake, and I've been in like my apartment during an earthquake, and the most horrible, the, like the one of those urban legend stories about uh-huh. earthquakes, which I believe, is the earth opens up, and then it just closes really quickly. So you have like cars, you see cars that are go, driving down fall the street in. and fall in, and then you just see the rear bumper of the car. Oh, really? That yeah. really happens. Well, there are you stories. Fear that. Yeah, that, fear that. Yeah. But then there's those stories also where people are, you know, the earth crack. I was thinking the San Francisco earthquake in the early 20s or whatever. There's a story where the earth opened up and people fell through. And then after it was over, all you saw were arms. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. You know, arms above the pavement of the, or the earth, you know. Oh, so God. that's oh. scary, man. Uh, well, yes, that's terrifying. It's yeah, like a, like it's a scary. Horror, horror movie, you know. man. <laughs> you know, How'd but, you paint this picture so quickly? <laughs> You know, but earthquakes, yeah. Well, earthquakes. my son was very upset because when we were in Australia... He wanted to go to an earthquake? No, 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 oh. because when Katrina hit, everybody kept saying, you know, what a foolish place to build a city. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, you know, Canberra is is in the desert. They basically just... Melbourne and Sydney fought over where the capital was going to be. So okay. they just decided midway right. between. And so there's no water. Yeah. And, he, you know, he's like... You That's know, it's all relative. Place. That's a yeah. foolish place. And, and well, actually, Dallas, to me, is a stupid place to build a city. I mean, what's in Dallas? There's nothing. There's nothing. And New Orleans was a brilliant place to build a Absolutely. city at the time. Look you know, it was totally accessible, it, except for the mosquitoes. I have to say, uh, you know. since going to Opelousas, no. When I was in Opelousas, when I first got to my house in Opelousas, 
until I got Mosquito Joe, which is my mosquito treatment people. Oh, yeah, and yeah. I you shout like out company? to Mosquito okay, Joe because they're right. great. They gave me a they're spatula for Christmas. Okay. And um, But anyway, they, I was like, why would anyone live here? The mosquitoes were just unbelievable, unbelievable. So I, I have to say I have a lot of respect for those old early settlers for managing. Yes, party stock. Well, they were, most of them were just brought here against their will, though, don't you think? Oh. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know? yeah. So, yeah. People have so, been living here for a long time. Yeah, they've been living here a long so, time. And speaking of a long time, oh. Nicole, so, so you're not in Opelousas by accident. Your family, you have yes. a familial history yes. in Opelousas. Yes, there's a long, Tell us about long that. Tell us about the, your family uh, you know, lineage in, in Opelousas. Well, you know, it's... Um, I mean, uh, my roots in Louisiana go back at least 300 years. Oh, wow. You know, there's been some cannibalism, some assassinations. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, I can't no. talk about my personal family history. Well, I, you know, you just, just, it's just the part you want to talk about. It is, you know? a, it is complicated. It is. Um, you've been there, they've been there a long the time. The Longs and the Pavies are friends now. That's all we're going to say. Okay, well, that's good. That's uh, good. Uh, okay. that's good. <laughs> we'll just leave it at that. Right on, right on. We'll, we'll just well, leave it know, at that. Time all right. heals all you know, wounds. Yes. Uh, Yes, but so... Look, look, the thing is that, that uh, Louisiana history was very complex. And, um, you know, and, I, and I'm fortunate to have such a, so much knowledge of my own history because a lot of people, they might not even know their great-grandparents, right. you know. So it's, it's a blessing to know many generations. But, yeah. um, you know, the judges and lawyers and... Shakers and movers in the 30s and in Louisiana. I mean, I think that the whole thing, you just can't go on. Like in the 30s, I think Long said like some of my aunties were thespians and that sort of thing. And it was just really like, like those sort of things were like wars begin over that sure, sort of sure, stuff. Sure. Fight, yeah. fight they, were, they, they were thespians? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so... That would you'd go over to war over lesbians, that? lesbians. Oh, lesbians. There was a lot of things. Uh, oh, a lot of things. A lot of things. Oh. Thank you. Yes. Thank yeah, yeah, you. Yeah. Some, oh, okay. Some, yeah. Some, some so we're gonna edit all impertinent this out. language. You know. Yeah. And see, so, my history. My family was accused of assassinating Huey Long, which I think when I came through the hall, I think I saw a picture of him. Actually, he always had those. Your white family suits. or the, Huey Long? Huey Long. Oh, okay. And so you know, it was always this really dark, dark. Uh, cloud. Now, we denied it, naturally, because there was... Okay. <laughs> although I have friends that they told me that their families said if the Pavis hadn't gotten them, the O'Neills would have. Yeah. That's Georgia, you know? <laughs> okay. So really, you know, and, um, <laughs> but it was, uh, you know, it, it was just one of those things that, I mean, my sister did a uh, paper in high school and thought she was going to get all of this great firsthand information, and um, they all went to the grave with it. Yeah. I mean, I heard there was a short straw. There was, if there was enough, if the people started drinking a lot, then you'd hear like, okay, somebody drew a short straw. And, oh, wow. You know, so there were some moments of, you know, and there was some really, you know, you have to think of the context of the time. He, he you know, made some accused our family of having black blood, which at the time was a really shocking accusation to publicly make. And, okay. uh, you know, that was, you know, people... So who was Huey angry at? Your grand, great-grandfather? This is, this is the thing. Yeah. You know, just like men, and not to be 
I, I've also heard that it all went down to some woman that Huey Long and Benjamin Pavi were both banging. <laughs> Or wanted to. I both wanted to bang. Something. So in the over 20s over. At, at Tulane. Something like that. Yeah. Something went, like the lowdown yeah. was. <laughs> That's all that, 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 that But there a was girl. some, you know. Uh, <laughs> who knows? Who knows? But it was, a, you know, as a family, I think. You moved to Australia. Well, somebody said they didn't know a Pavi could live outside of the bayou, you know, <laughs> but I, 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 you can, you yeah. can, yeah. you know, and um, I, all I know is that my relatives told me, you know, they, the Longs and the Pavis are friends now, not friends, like I could never, I mean, they actually exhumed the uh, alleged assassin just to see like if they could forensically prove that he had or hadn't done it. It's right. a really, there's never been a definitive, it, it will be, right. this is the thing about the modern era is that everybody wants answers and there's some things that are never ever going to be answered and that is one of them. Yeah. There are some yeah. mysteries that, that we will never know, you know, and, um, but his son, who was also, because he was the, the person who was accused of the assassination, was a doctor, and his son, and you can speak to this because you know the, I don't know the legacy of men and their fathers, but he decided that he was going to, in order to answer that question for himself, he was going to do everything his father had done. He became a doctor, also. Hmm. He, okay. you know, followed in his father's footsteps wow. and. In every way, except assassinating somebody, right. and and but so he ca far. he came okay. to the conclusion that his father was innocent yeah. because he said, "I know that he would never he, this, have done uh, yes, something like this." Yes, it was a chaotic scene that day. You know, there's a lot of gunfire. It's a, you know, who knows what what went down. You know, well, like, I know yeah, somebody yeah. who was a vidrine, and her her great grandfather was a surgeon, and said that they like you know sat and had coffee and watched him bleed out on the table in the OR. So there you go. Yeah, like yeah, it was yeah, a yeah, yeah. good time. You know, so, yeah, yeah, good crazy, time. Crazy. I mean, you know. You know, like the, you yeah, gotta in in the in the current political situation yes. here. You know, it's a uh, sometimes you know American. I, I think the American history is much more violent than Americans want to admit to. Sure. Like we sort of Selected act as if memory. we. Yes. Oh yeah, look at the '60s. The '60s, you know, peace and love. Hell no! I oh, was just I talking to you about it on the ride over here. Oh yeah, yeah. No, no. I, you know? I, I remember the radicalism of of the late. 60s from television and as a young child felt radicalized that's who I identified with you know like it, uh, I always wanted to be a Black Panther yeah. you know because they like those, right? the, those leather jackets the, yeah, they the, had the glasses best clothes. <laughs> yeah they were the coolest looking you know, well, I know well, listen I know. Finish that cocktail yeah, we we're going to take, we a, take break. a break we're going to take a break we always take a little break we get another round and then we'll talk some more about your um, family and all this <laughs> racism radical past. and radical past. <laughs> no yeah, I don't know if they were. Um, uh, they were. Well, they were. They, uh, the, the, it's like the Hatfields and McCoys. That's what I'm getting from this. Well, I With think Long Longs was a populist. And the the Pavies were elite. The Pavies yeah. were elite, and the Longs. I would were say so. I like to think of myself as you know. Uh, um, 
premium stock. Yes. <laughs> and, <laughs> you are, and you are. And you are premium stock. Years of, of well breeding. Yeah. That's right. You know, it's always going to you know generate envy and you know. Excellent. Of course. Excellent. <laughs> Backbiting. All right, we're going to take a break. All right. Haters. That's right. All right, nation, go get a drink. We're back. Back in the ring room. Back with Manny Chevrolet. The famous ring room. The famous, notorious ring room. Back with Miss Nicole Pavi. Fresh wow. from Opelousas. Fresh from a, uh, a long uh, combat stretch of, uh, of nursing. Night duty. Night duty. What did you call it? You, you said Slaving it was... Slaving over a hot ICU. That's <laughs> what I do for a living. <laughs> but then you, That's cool. But, the, but then you said something. It was a, the, some kind of duty it was. You called it... Uh, Healer of the ill and infirmed? No, no, well, I don't know. <laughs> well, it's funny because uh, my new tenant, I have a new tenant now because I yep. have an apartment that I rent out. Uh, he's a male nurse. He's a male nurse, but he's one of these like, uh, you right there? <laughs> you okay? Um, he's a male nurse and uh, he works at various hospitals all around. He doesn't just work at one hospital. Itinerant. Is oh, that? yeah, he's a mercenary nurse. He's a mercenary, yeah, is that what you call I it? Do it? No, they don't call it that. It's like agency or... Right, yeah. and he works, he's like, well, maybe it is mercenary because he works... But yeah, they don't, we don't distinguish between men and women nurses. It's pretty... Uh, it's, well, he's it's wearing the outfit with the candy stripes and everything, so... No. Yeah, it's great, he, you know. Candy stripes? <laughs> no, man, he's making Like Heath up. Ledger in, in uh, Dark Knight? Sure, if that's what you know makes that you, scene yeah, where that it comes you. Out? Yeah, yeah. That helps you, yeah, sure. <laughs> no, he's a he's a good kid. He pays the rent on time. He's very young, uh, but he he doesn't work. So, but he works. I mean, I don't know if you do this, but he works like you know five days straight, twelve hours a day. He that's does right. that, and then he yeah. gets like a few days off, right? Or right. maybe a week off, or something right. like that. Yeah. He does that, so he's a, the best of tenants because really don't ever see him much. And when his trucks out there, when he's when he's home, he's pretty much sleeping right you know yeah it's i had a housemate in australia who uh she was a single parent and i was the ghost tenant because i would go on these long i'd go to this aboriginal outback where they'd fly me in and drop me off like in a right. helicopter <laughs> you yeah. know oh, like i'd really? be gone yeah, for like, three months oh, and God. it's just keep my stuff at her house and then i'd come back and then i'd be on a stretch of night duty and Oh, right. it's ideal so, for her because I. She you never know. saw you. You just paid your rent. I know. So, okay. Although oh. I had someone tell you me le- you, you left Australia, but d- weren't you in Africa? I did do a nursing stint in Africa. Oh, okay. Okay. And what is that like? That must be bleak. You no, know, no, not at all. Where were you? I loved it. I was in Kenya. I loved it. That's it was. It was there, fantastic. Right? It wasn't. I wouldn't say they got a lot of monkeys there, don't they? Uh, I stay. I did do. I went to Mombasa and um, I stayed in a, a swank resort after I did my uh, stint in the in a village in a remote village. And there were a lot of monkeys, and there were some uh, pool boys that were hired just to slingshot the monkeys and keep them away, <laughs> keep from, them away from, from the tourists, from the, from the people. Yes. Yeah. yes, but the thing is that uh, at the time Mombasa was on a. Um, like crime, a, a terrorist 
watch thing. Yeah, yeah like, so yeah. there was nobody there. Huh. It was very sad. So I was in this whole resort. I had the whole resort for myself. By yourself? Yes. And the I went to, and, and, the and they still continued everything. They had a huge buffet. It was like being Just on for the... You. Yes, they <laughs> so did. Weird. Yes, it was weird. <laughs> but it was... On, on the ghost love boat, pretty much. It, yeah. was, it was like being on the Titanic or something. Something strange. It was strange, but or I, I was... And I was a big tipper, you know, because I felt... <laughs> well, yeah. be, but I thought, uh, I thought good on so. them. Good, good on the hotel yeah. for continuing to provide... Well, why right. let that food go to waste and all that entertainment go to waste? And, well, and also for the people, because... And they told me, they Still would say, there's no mazungas. That's what the mazunga, it means white white person. They said, there used to be mazungas everywhere. There's no mazungas. But, That's but, a new word for white. I, I was there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But then when I went to one of, they had a restaurant that was, they had the buffet and then they had a restaurant and I was the only person. And I, I walked in and um, I said, you know, seat me at this table. And so I was there, the whole thing, the whole restaurant was operating as if there was a hundred people there, but it was just me. And so then I tipped and I said, I don't like this table. And the waiters were laughing because I had everybody going. I was like, I, I prefer to see, seat me somewhere else. And so I, the band. I, I, sa- I the sat in every table and tipped, tipped every set oh, of waiters. Oh, aren't you so sweet, Nicole? <laughs> yeah, that, I was very drunk. You were that drunken mazunga, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah me, mazunga. me and the monkeys. Yeah. Because um, <laughs> our last guest, well, one of our guests a few weeks ago, uh, what was her name? Gillette? Gillet? Helen Gillet. Yeah, Helen Gillet. She grew up in, in what was it, Thailand or uh, Indonesia? Singapore. Or Singapore. Uh, and the school she went to as a young kid, every time there was recess and the kids would go out and play, the monkeys would come and steal their lunches. If you left the door open. Right. They left the door open. Well, they should have the known better. Yeah, well, they you know? did. They usually did. One time she remembered that. I worked with the nurse who she'd been to Africa in, with the same volunteer thing, and she had a monkey that came up and bit her breast, and oh she had a horrible God. infection. Oh, I so bet. Oh, those things are nothing cute. to fuck around with. Yeah, yeah no, no, we've talked no. about that. that yeah. Everybody yeah. thinks they want a monkey as no, a child, but no, you don't want to be anywhere around them. But I loved Kenya. It was fantastic. And um, I mean, it was hard for me because I was with Australians and I felt totally comfortable. Like, and I think it was a bit confronting for them because they're not used to being the minority at all. Mm. And whereas for me, it felt just like, you know, going to McMain when I went yeah. to McMain. <laughs> being in New Orleans. It did, it did. And I felt like if I, if I, right. if, if I ever doubted the African history in Louisiana, I mean... It was just, it felt really comfortable. I felt really, really comfortable. And, um, you know. Uh, Whereas the Australians felt like, very, wow, very, very. And, and, fish and out of water. Obama had just been there, so there was huge Obama fever. Right. Everybody right. was like, you know, Obama, Obama. And. Uh, so they dug Americans too. Yes. Yeah. And, um, but it was funny because I remember they kept telling me, I, yeah, I just wanted to experience everything, and I felt really at home, and I loved it, and I loved the people. And, um, you know, I was showing them how to do the butterfly and how we do, you know, and like they <laughs> have this dance, the polio. I was like, oh, no, that's a shame. Oh, the polio yes, dance. they still polio is rampant what for is all that? of you anti-vaccinators. Is that just like laying still? No, no. it's like doing like that. It's oh, like, you know. okay. But, oh, you know, the Australians like, didn't see the humor no. in it, whereas yeah. we, we all did. Right. But they they kept telling me we have the special food, the special food we want to Only serve. for Mazangas, right? No, no, no. Oh. It was uh, the oh. Kenyan, you know, delicacy for the whole... It's, Which was it, monkey. No, no, no. It was Ugali Sumakawiki. 
Ugala Sumakawiki. And I, so I'm sitting there, I'm all excited, Ugali Sumakawiki. They kept saying, we're going to get you some, you know, uh-huh. my, my uh-huh. wife's going to bring you some Ugali Sumakawiki. They bring it to me, and I was like, that's grits and collard greens, okay? Uh-huh. Like, yeah, I know grits and collard greens when I see it. Yeah. So, you know, like, <laughs> nice. Okay. Yeah, it was very cool. It, but they, right they have it, the, it's, it, it's like when you leave your grits in the pot and it gets hard. Uh-huh. And then they scoop it up and use the little hard hominy. Yeah. But so I've eaten some oh, weird things. Use when that I was, as, as, a, as a utensil. As a spoon, exactly. Interesting. Wow. Exactly. Okay. See, I'm not a big grits fan. I'm not. In I yeah, you, grit, you uh, have to grow up with yeah, it. It's I, like I, yeah. Vegemite in Australia. If you yeah, well, if you that's what I wanted to ask it. you that before the break was, did your kids grow into Vegemite they, sandwiches they, yeah, and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, my daughter... I tried one years ago back in the 80s and it was awful. Yeah, you, you, it's one of those things. I know lots of people taste. that don't like grits and I'm like, what's not to yeah. like about yeah, grits? Salt like, what's, and it's like rice. Yeah, what's not to like about it? Yeah, how do you not like rice? Yeah. I don't like grits at all. You like rice though, right? Yeah, I like rice. Mexican. Maybe you never had them fix right. Well, I'm married a New Orleans girl. I think she knows how to make grits. Does she make you grits? Uh, she's tried, and I've eaten them, and I go, I don't like this. Really? Yeah, I don't like Did she make you kneel on rice? No. No. I just think they're too salt. It's just too salty. But I've, I've eaten only some weird things. You put in it. You know, it, they, yeah, but even I've tried it at a restaurant. It, it, just, it just looks like it looks like something I threw up the night before, okay. basically. It's the yeah. texture, then. Yeah. Yeah, it's the texture. A, they do have a, a nice yeah. flavor, though. It's just the way, like, rice, good rice has a good... Uh, it's it's a how you... It's, there's nothing there. It's how it's like if you put garlic and cheese and butter. If you put sure. enough butter in something, it's going to taste well, yeah, good. Yeah, of course. I, yes. I, I, I used yes. to eat just and sticks salt, of butter. Yeah. I was so broke one time. I just used to eat sticks of butter. You know, but that's great. It's you know, calorie loading. Yeah, you know, it's a brain but, food. Yeah, yeah. So I also yeah when I um when I was in the Aboriginal island that I went to, I ate some weird stuff there too. And you can't really refuse when someone brings you something. Sure. And uh, so they, they, they brought me some dugong, which was a real honor to eat dugong. And, uh, and I was thinking, I was hoping nobody comes in when I'm eating this because it's a woman had brought it in just for me. Uh-huh. Um, and so I, uh, I was just about to take a bite and like, my manager walks in and I'm, <laughs> I was like, had a big old mouthful. Dugong is manatee. And oh, that, you know, and it's uh, like, a, yeah, that's right. But the thing is, it's a cow. Like, you eat cow. Right. So, so, so what, it tastes like chicken or what? what? No, it tastes like cow. It tastes like a good steak. Oh, well, good. It wasn't bad. So but why the, was he trying to stop you from eating it? It's just the look of eating, you know. Uh, but if you're hungry. And if someone brought it in, they, he understood yeah, yeah. that it, that I had an obligation to it. Right. Okay, yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah. So you yeah. Were, when you, you travel, you come across yeah, a lot of sta- strange the, and yeah. different stuff. You were telling me about one of the the islands you stayed on that uh, they had such an alcohol problem that they they made the alcohol prohibited. But then people would, of course, make their own alcohol. See, Australia has a problem because they have, I mean, many problems, don't get me wrong, but particularly in their management of indigenous people, it's very paternalistic. Mm-hmm. So they, it, their whole management is uh, well-intentioned but gone tragically wrong. Yeah. As as a lot of the world is, sure. so they um, they they decided the alcoholism was terrible, 
and they took away all the alcohol, and then the people brought in the heroin. No, no, the people make homebrew. Oh, good. For and I was them. so naive. I'm walking around. I'm like, "What's that smell? It smells sweet." And then this other nurse told me, "That's the homebrew." You uh-huh. know, and it's terrible. They, I was like, "Bring back these people's light beer." Everybody was drunk. Everybody. I said, like, "Can we just like <laughs> it's not like New Mexico? Can we just stop lying to ourselves? Right, can we right, just right. be honest and right. say this isn't working? It's not working here." And you were saying like some of the production wasn't uh, top Oh, yeah, yeah. I had a patient that came in that she was worried that uh, they had mixed some petrol in her homebrew. Oh, and gosh. I was like, yeah, they definitely have. You know, please don't. <laughs> 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 yeah, and the, and the doctor told me, because you get burned out. You know, human beings are trying, tri- trifling. And, uh, but, you know, we just told her, there's not much we can do for you. Just don't light up. You know? Right, don't light up. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't be not by an open But can flame. you fill up my car? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. that's an interesting ask th- thing that you bring up. So you're faced with these very, um, you know, life and death all day long. Now, right. just like a police officer or anyone who's on the front lines of this kind of chaos and trauma, the only way that you can survive and function in your job is you have to develop a very thick skin and a certain detachment. Yes, I have always thought that, you know, some of my, like, psychiatric history, as you pointed out, that I, my disassociative disorder, my multiple personality disorder, it has benefited, has See, benefited me in healthcare. There's <laughs> you know? something for everyone, Nicole. <laughs> <laughs> you just had well, to find the right fit. Both my sisters are in, are in social work and nursing and stuff like that. Oh, really? My, yeah. And out in California, and but I have a California license. I've heard the money is very good. Oh yeah, they do well. They do well. Long yeah. story, but I've never worked there. Yeah, well, Long no, but they, you know, they, they tell me stories too, and and, and dealing. Uh, both of them lived in, in in Northern California, the Bay right, Area, right. and the insanity uh, that's there with the uh, homelessness and the crazies that are all there, and the homelessness is because. The budget cuts are released from hospitals, and right. have, these people have nowhere to go. So, like, my little sister had done it for, like, 15 years. She just quit all of a sudden. She says, I can't do this can't, anymore. And she was a nurse? She was a social worker, social worker. With, uh, with basically the San Francisco uh, hospitals. I don't know which one, but she had to deal with the lowest of the low. I mean, the people who are out in the streets who should just be in a room somewhere getting attention. Yeah, I mean, it's really tough. It's tough. Yeah, and she she just had to walk away yeah. after 15 years. She'll probably go back to it, I think. No, she won't. No. She might not. So? I don't know. Oh, no. I think really? I don't once know. Once, once I think she's, no, I don't know. I think she's you know, actually, like, no, I think but you're probably right. She's, I think she's thinking about medical marijuana and stuff like that. She's thinking about doing I mean, there's stuff. always, I always think... It's a hard job. It's not for everybody. And I often think, you know, how did I end up doing this? And there's not a day that goes by where I don't think about other career choices. And it's hard to have been doing something 20 years. Right. And you're not, like, I often think I'm not really cut out for it. But But the thing is, it sounds more, uh, it's just a job. It's a job like any other job. And unfortunately, when people present, often they're looking for love 
and tender, caring, and you're like, I, yes. I, I can't give you this. I'm oh. just tired. <laughs> well, no, <laughs> like, no. Like I'm just, alive. yeah, like, like, you know, I no, can't I, I solve don't know these. how anyone, because I, I rushed myself to the emergency room a few months back. For your back. neck thing? Did no, you go no, for the neck No, no, this thing? was before my neck, because I thought I was having, like, some kind of anxiety, heart attack kind of right. thing. No, you right. thought you were going to die, right? Yeah, I, I was driving, I was picking up my kid from school, and I, all day I'd been feeling this very anxious. And then I picked up my kid from school and I said, we're not going home right now, we're going to the emergency room because I just don't feel right, right. now. I don't feel right. Wow. This is like last October, I think, like that. I went in there and of course, I'm fine. All the, my vitals were fine. Everything was well, fine. It's, it's better to to, find, to have it checked yeah. and, and have that be the case than right. go, oh, I'll probably be okay. But and no, then they the attitude I got from the people sofa, at that you know? hospital was like, you're wasting our time. You're oh, no, fine. shame on them. I'm yeah, not yeah. that. Yeah. Kind, I'm not that kind of nurse. I really am not. Well, I hope not. No, I'm not because I always say like, you know, if you had waited and come in later, the paperwork would have been horrible. You know, like if you had had a, well, if you'd been. No, well, I I'm just, always I'm, think I'm it's smarter. A bad no, joke, but the thing I, is, the I truth always think is, it's smarter. You know. Screw trying to make an appointment. Just go to the emergency room. They'll see you right well, away. Well, if you really feel like you're, I mean, you're the, in a, thing, in a the thing is, cute situation. Yeah, what else? The can thing you do? is that it's become, uh, you know, people are sort of preoccupied. It's like every single ache, every every single bump. Right. right people right, want, right. you know, and and people want stuff quick. Like I worked in pediatrics, and I had to tell people all the time, like, "Welcome to parenting." You have to sit up all night long with your kid and just give them popsicles. There's no shot that we can give your child uh-huh. to make this quick. And, you know, her, you know, you don't... I, I would try not to be rude about it. And I never, ever felt bad or, or felt like there was any... any nothing was, nothing is ever a waste of time for me with... with uh, Helping an anxious parent. Yes, because you're educating you know? them. As as someone who's been a parent yourself, right. these are people who are trying to figure out how to parent their child. They're acting from the very best motivation. <laughs> Absolutely. And for you to go, yeah, look, you need to relax about this. The kid is not going right. to die. I understand how you're concerned. They're uncomfortable. This is all. But you what can about do. don't see? I think my kid's trying to kill me secretly. <laughs> Is this uh, like a arsenic and old lace? Yeah. No, the cat for sure. I mean, for sh- me. I've seen the cat. The you cat know. is. I'd but keep listen, I want to just flip the page real quick because we're running out of time. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's a story I want to talk about. There's um, about two weeks ago. I wanted to talk about this last week. We didn't get a chance. Yeah. But there was this week. I work at the local campus, the big campus here in Orleans Parish, uh, uptown, and. I take my lunch hour every day at the same time. And I noticed uh, a couple of Mondays ago, there's all these like uh, religious organizations on campus. And I think there's some kind of seminar or, you know, something's going on, convention on campus. And there's everything. There's a whole spectrum of religions, the Jews, the Catholics, the... Uh, what other, what other religions are there? In New Orleans, that's yeah. about it. Yeah. Uh, well, some yeah. Baptists and some ba- Presbyterians. Well, no, but these were kids from people all over the world. All over the okay, world. Okay, um, Muslims. Yeah, Mormons. Uh, um, uh, uh, Hindus. The Hindus. Uh, Buddhists. The Buddhists. Everybody, yeah. We got you know, okay, yeah, um, we're, we're, we're taking them all. So I'm noticing Melting that... Pot. Yeah, they're Yeah, they're all over campus. I'm eating my lunch. On Monday, I'm noticing all this, and I'm just eating my lunch, and 
they're walking around. They're walking around the food court on campus. And I'm thinking to myself, please don't talk to me. Please don't talk to me. Because they're going to other tables and talking to students and faculty and staff people. Wait, who's doing this? These religious freaks on Wait, campus. Who are they? I'm sorry. They're know. just a bunch of religious groups that were there at some seminar. Like all, all religions? It's a yeah. pan-religious? But you see, the pressure to care... No, it I didn't see it. Isn't there no, for you I, no, in my, your job? The pressure job. was to eat alone. That was, that was the whole <laughs> no, pressure. That's always the pressure yeah. is for many just be alone. Yeah, just no, to be just, alone. Yeah, 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 but yeah. There must have been something going on, and I don't really. I just yeah. punch in and punch out. Where, right, where right, I work. right. Yeah. Like and, here. But I noticed. Yeah, so do I. I notice on on the quad. There's all these groups of kids and these religious people, like rabbis and priests, right. okay. talking to all these kids yes. and stuff like that. They need a lot of uh, yeah. guidance. So yeah. I avoided them all week until. Okay. They were there for a whole week. Jesus Christ. Until a Friday. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Exactly. What the fuck you know? are we talking about? Yeah. Here? Anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah, so. Uh, so Friday lunch comes around and I've avoided them and I'm doing my crossword puzzle, you know, and, um, and all of a sudden these three kids come up to me and they go, excuse me, can we sit down and talk to you? And I looked at him and I said, Satan, Satan, <laughs> Satan, Satan. And I walked, grabbed my lunch and left. I like it, Manny. Yeah. I had Seems a like very a... similar experience oh, recently. Go Good on. for you. Yes. Go my <laughs> uncle, who has like a new relative that I'm just meeting in Opelousas. Nice. Uh, Everybody's uncle. really Catholic. Really, sure. really Catholic. Yes. And I, I, I have As to on like this podcast. Everyone is so Catholic on this. Podcast. It's really, Not a, but except us. <laughs> no, but it's no, no, you know it's I, hard I, for I, me. I and that's one thing yeah. that was refreshing so in Australia yeah. is that they do not have much marriage of uh, religion in state. They're pretty secular. Yeah. And so it's confronting to be back here and see how uh, much religion is involved in the American experience. But anyway, my uncle who goes to church at least three times a week and. Why he brings this up, why go there? He says, you know, Jesus Christ is the Savior. And, uh, you know, and, and, he, and I was like, he, he said... I thought Michael Jordan was the no, Savior. No, he, he asked me, do you believe in that? And I, I, I said, I think, and I tried to be diplomatic. I said, I think Jesus was a prophet. And he said, but do you think that he was, you know, sent by, uh, the, as the son of God? Is he the son, you know, is he the... Uh, Oh, and God. I finally just broke down and said, it's a fairy tale. It's a fairy tale. <laughs> Good for and, you. But the thing is, the thing is, like, back to Australia, Aboriginal culture has been 60,000 years. I was like, how do you rationalize, like, these religions? I said, I have too many Muslim and Jewish friends to think, because he started getting into hell. He started talking about hell. Oh, and I was God. like, I don't believe in hell. And that really upset him. Like, why would that upset someone that you don't believe in hell? Uh, you know, everybody wants you to agree with them, you know, but how do you argue with well, 60,000 like yeah. years of success? Exactly. Yes. Well, Manny... Who's success? What's success? The Aboriginal cultures. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, 60,000 years. But what do you say? What do you say about... Uh, what was that? There was that great movie, uh, The Piano. Oh, the yeah, that was good. That was, and when uh, they had the puppet New show, Zealand, the Aborigine right? people just freaked out during the puppet show. That's one of my favorite scenes in cinematic So what history. happened with the, the, um, the Satan worshippers? Oh, the kids... They no, ran I, off? The kids looked at me like, you know, they lost their lunch. And I, you know, basically I just, you know, I was like the, the angriest dog in the world. I just went, rah! You know, 
don't yes. don't yes. bother me. Yes. You know, don't fucking yeah, you know, bother. They me. were probably well, Jehovah's that, Witnesses. That, look, man, yeah. I, I count that as as a part of their education that they could learn that lesson from you is if you see a guy that looks like Manny Chevrolet, please give him a wide fucking berth, okay? Yeah, please don't, 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 don't I'm fucking on my lunch hour, don't. molest this guy. Well, you just said, like, your, your relative didn't, you know, didn't understand why he didn't believe in hell. It was like about 10 years ago, someone walked up to my front door and knocked on the door, and there was like these people with the Bibles, and they were talking about heaven and hell and I said well you know I'm not religious I don't believe in any of this stuff you know I don't believe in your God or Jesus or devil and they go so you're not afraid of going to hell I said why would I be afraid of something I don't believe in you know yeah, yeah. So, and, and they looked at he looked at me like well but what? then you know what was you really know, weird Nicole I'm, yeah. we, we gotta close out right yeah. here baby I'm gonna go back to uh, uh, Glenn Gary Glenn Ross the great <laughs> David Mamet play and I, I'm gonna quote uh, Al Pacino uh, in, in the, uh, the Chinese restaurant he says does hell exist it does on earth yeah, <laughs> yeah. But you know what my uncle told li- me later? I won't live there. <laughs> so, the rents are too high or too low. <laughs> no, I refuse to live there. Anyway, so on the Troubled Men podcast, we like to say, trouble, trouble never there. ends. But the struggle continues. Nicole, thank you so much thank for Thank you so much for inviting me here. Thank you. It's so great. Yeah. I mean, I want to come back because what about extraterrestrials? That's what he told me. In the end, he believes in extraterrestrials. Jesus and extraterrestrials. How do you reconcile that? Uh, Who believes in that? We got a lot to talk about. Oh, your uncle. Well, let's have him on the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Good night. Thank you. All right, good night.